Holy smokes. It is time, and my God. The city's on fire. They are rioting in the streets. And yet we're here to give you the lowdown of what's going on. What's going on, lockdowners? We're back better than ever. Week nine. We are at Kansas City. It's our quote-unquote extra game on the new schedule. But before we get to all of that, don't forget, hit that like button below. Let us know what you think. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube page as well. We got all kinds of fun stuff up there. Went two and three in the old Big Al's Big Five this week. Again, two and three. So if you are fading me, you're winning money. If you're betting with me, I'm so sorry. But it's not my money, and it's your own fault for listening to me. But anyway, so check out our YouTube content. And as always, follow us on Twitter at Corner Lockdown. You can follow the entire show. But if you want to follow us individually, you know, I'm AJ Brault. Below, Dustin Burgundy, 51. And then A Route. Is it 7 1? 7 2? Yeah, underscore 7 2. Ah, I was so close. Anyway, so I guess we didn't really have a pre show meeting today. But I guess we'll just get into the news and notes. Here we go. News and notes from the league. So, before we get into all of Green Bay's nonsense, because this has been a hell of a week in football, you got Odell Beckham and all of that nonsense going on. I don't think we would be doing our jobs, especially as a football podcast. Just We don't have to talk about it. I'm not equipped to talk about it. I don't think any of us on here are. Uh, the Henry Ruggs situation is an unholy tragedy. I mean, this we're going to keep this upbeat and we're going to keep it positive because there's a lot of fun stuff we have planned for you today. But we got to at least mention it. So to all the people involved there and to Henry Ruggs, thoughts and prayers, I mean – 23-year-old kid, I mean, I'm only 26, and I'm still making dumb mistakes trying to figure it out. I mean, at 23, look, what he did is inexcusable. We don't have to go into any of that, but it was obviously a tragedy. So thoughts and prayers to both families in that. Um, Odell Beckham, I guess we'll touch on that quick, only because there might be Packer implications there. Held out of practice the last two days, wasn't involved in trade deadline. There were talks but nothing really seemed to occur. I saw the Raiders and the Saints were in on that. So I have to step out quick because I forgot the bag of chaos for later in the show. So while I'm away, Dustin, Alec, take it away. Odell Beckham, go for it. Alec, you can start with this one. Yeah, so when I when I read, basically said that he has been ex- he's been excused from practice for the past couple of days, and – the reports are coming out that he wants to be involved in these practices and that the uh, the Browns just aren't basically basically aren't allowing him to participate. It's it's basically a um, a paid leave. They they aren't really letting him practice. And it's just uh, yeah, it's a weird thing. Dustin, what have you read on it? I didn't read anything more than what you kind of just said. I mean, it's just kind of an odd scenario. You know, I just, I want to see more, I want to hear more details and know why they're doing it. And obviously I know I heard he wanted out. I heard a bunch of different stuff, but obviously it's all rumors. So I just kind of, I'm kind of curious to see more details on it and just see what's really going on. That's really all I got to say about that. And the only reason I bring this up because they're quote unquote talking about the future. 
I mean, that could be a number of things. They may just say, go home. You're done for the year. That could mean, okay, we're good. Get back out there. They could just cut him. I, nobody knows. And I think that's kind of the fascinating part about all this. And in the small chance that he gets cut, maybe it's not a small chance, but like, we, I, who the hell knows what's going on? My God, would that be fun in Green Bay? I know off air, Dustin was talking, saying he couldn't stand that idea. He hated it. So, and you're shaking your head. So please defend yourself because I think Alec and I are on the train of bring him in, stack him with Adams. So you'd have Adams, Beckham, and then fill in the blank. Is your, I mean, oh, God, that sounds like fun. No, just, just no. But I why mean, not? You I, defend yourself. Dude why, is such a guys? drama From a football queen. perspective, is that a bad idea? He is such a drama queen. The dude just like. Our quarterback's a drama queen. Only he plays well. Odell Beckham just sucks, any he? Just drama queen. Well, you could blame that on Baker Mayfield. That could also be a quarterback. No, no. I'm, sorry. Sorry. I'm on the Baker train. I'm on the Baker train. I think he's good. His receivers are just a bunch of, excuse me, whiny bitches who want the ball but don't catch it when it's thrown their way. Jesus! That's all. I mean, Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham, every time there's a ball thrown to them, they drop it, and they're like, oh, it's on Baker. How was it on you? It hit you in the chest, bro. Like, that's my whole point yeah. behind it. Like, they're just, like, pointing fingers, like, it's you, it's you, it's you, it's you, it's you. Like, no, it's like, when you have a run game as good as the Browns do, and you do nothing with it, like, nope, nothing with your play action, because every time you throw a ball thrown, you drop it. Like, you can't what? have it on your team. But, I've uh, got to say, I if, if Odell could reach the heights where he once was, I mean, wouldn't he be worth it? I mean, wouldn't his shenanigans be worth it a little bit if he was that – that insane monster that we used to just watch as a human highlight reel. I don't know. I like the idea of bringing him in. I think that uh, I think that our team definitely has some strong personalities already. Why not throw one more in the mix? I just this is this is my thought process on this whole thing. Because Dustin, I agree with you. There could be a little drama that follows. Although in Cleveland, he has been a fine, outstanding citizen. I don't think we can, anyone could deny that. He hasn't had any drama. He's been injured, but, you know, it is what it is. I think the way everyone keeps talking, this is a last dance thing, right? We've talked about this for months. If you were to bring him in for a one-year deal, you know, minimum, he can build up his value, go get that contract in free agency, thank you for your service. For a stretch run... So you'd have him for, I mean, now the schedule's weird. So you'd have him for nine, seven, eight, nine games, whatever's left, and then playoffs. I mean, that would be it. And then you part ways. Thank you. You shake his hand. See you later. I mean, if you can get him here, even use the rest of your cap room. You got, uh, what is it, $5 million or whatever. Use up. There's, I mean, unless something really drastically happens, which I guess we'll get to that in a second, anything can happen. For a handful of games and playoffs? Because right now, okay, you can shut down Lazard, you can shut down MVS, you can shut down Cobb. And now there's no threat of Tanyan anywhere. So, I, if it were well, me, I'd bring him for a stretch run. Let's just shut down the whole argument because we, we are not going to be able to give him money. And a player yeah. like that... With his personality, he's not going to make the sacrifice. I mean, come on. We're, we're all just – this is hypothetical la-la land. There's no way we even have a chance to run at him, even if we wanted to. But well, I keep seeing the Saints on ball. 
I keep seeing the Saints are involved, and I don't understand that because they, from what I understand, and granted I don't follow the Saints very closely, they were in cap hell, like the seventh layer of cap hell. So why all of a sudden can they just be like, yep, bring them in? Like, they still got to pay a lot of dudes. So why can't we? There's always money in the banana stand is what they tell me. So I, <laughs> I guess it is a pipe dream. Speaking of dreaming, um, people have been dreaming about a Aaron Rodgers-Patrick Mahomes matchup for about two, three years now. First time Mahomes was out, it was the Matt Moore show. That kind of sucked, although we won and Aaron Jones went bananas, so that was nice. They might need more of the same because I'm sure if you're listening to this podcast slash watching our live stream on YouTube, you probably know by now Aaron Rodgers will not be playing this week and probably most likely will not be playing next week because he did test positive for COVID-19 and... Yesterday, everyone was upset. There was a lot of, I listened to a lot of those sports radio local stuff around here. It was a lot of, he's a liar and a fraud. Stephen A. Smith, I saw a clip today. I don't know if you guys saw this at all. Uh, But Stephen A. Smith called him a liar and was calling for his suspension. A really, really bad look for Aaron Rodgers and for the Packers because apparently they knew about this the whole time. But I also like to point out, if you haven't heard, Rodgers did the what is it called there's a fancy term for it but uh like herbal like he didn't go get the shot he did other stuff to boost his immune system is what how i understand that there's some fancy term for it i can't think of it but he asked the nfl hey cool if i just do this and we count it as a vaccine and they said yeah no that's against the rules so he on august 26th i'm sure you've all heard this by now as well he was asked directly have you been vaccinated He said, yeah, I've been immunized. Well, it turns out that's not quite the same thing, or at least when they asked him, have you got the vaccine? He said, yeah. So think of it what you will. Uh, This isn't a political show. We're not going to talk about, you know, left, right, who's wrong, who's right. Look, at this point, everyone's got their sides on this thing and no one's changing their mind. And let's be honest. This whole country, we can put up a poll on our on our Facebook page saying, are French fries delicious? It's not going to be 100%. There's always going to be division on even the simplest things. So we're not going to get into all that. But, I, Alec, we'll start with you because I know you have to leave a little early from today's show. Is he a liar? Is he a fraud? How do you feel about all this? Have you processed it? What are your thoughts about this whole drama? I honestly feel like the weirdest part of all of this is that the NFL has just been treating him like he's vaccinated. So, I mean, they're basically just allowing it, you know, like he, he hasn't been masked on any sidelines. He hasn't gotten fined for not following the uh, COVID protocols as somebody who's unvaccinated would. And I just think that it's really, really odd that the, uh, that if the national football league, you know, is going to just let this go on. It is, it's strange that they're just allowing it for him and not anybody else. Anybody else agree with me on that? Yes, but Dustin, I'll let you talk first. Cause I have some thoughts on this that, that I've been wrestling with and I have some ideas that I want to throw at you guys. 
Yeah, I just, I kind of think the whole situation is just kind of weird. You know, I, I mean, first of all, I get, you know, he has his own opinions and he has his own beliefs. But, like, you know, if the team, the league asks you to do it, this is your job, you know, just do it. You know, obviously, again, we have we all have our own opinions on it. But, you know, like Alex said, I think it's just kind of weird that they're allowing it to happen. They knew about it. Like, you know, I, I just kind of don't want to get into depth about this because, like, again, everyone has their own opinions. But it's just kind of an odd scenario, and that's all I'll say about it. I've been going back and forth on this. So, again, please jump in at you two at any point because this – I don't want to make it a political thing at all. This is a football show. We're here having fun. We're not – you know, we're not CNN. We're not Fox. We're not any of that. And I don't pretend to be. It's hard to separate for me the humanity versus that's my quarterback. I want to win football games because – whatever you think everyone has a right to a decision he chose one thing i i have said it on the show before i have gotten my shots i just i thought that was the safest route so be it a lot of people don't think that way and that's okay too but when i heard this i was disappointed because it was like ah damn we lost our quarterback this is a big game you know we're going for the one seed we're seven and one and then, you know, you see these videos of him dressed as John Wick at Halloween parties and dancing and having a good time, but not masked. And then there's the other part of it, too, where he's going to these interviews and you're unvaccinated. He knew this, not wearing a mask. So he's endangering people he's playing against, plus the people in the media room. And who knows what their situations are and what their family situations are. And if someone's compromised, I mean, all of this shit. It, it all makes this super complicated. So I've gone back and forth on this. I guess this is going to be a weird way to take it. This almost might be a huge blessing in disguise for Green Bay, for the Packers as an organization and for the future. Because if Rodgers is out, y'all know who's playing. Ten's getting his debut. I cannot wait. Which is the other part of this. I cannot wait. I am so excited to see what Jordan Love can do. I went back today. I watched preseason highlights before we started. He looked pretty good in that Buffalo game. He only played two preseason games, which is kind of a bummer. He was hurt for the second one. Played in the last one, though, against Buffalo's once. Buffalo's a good defense. And granted, it's vanilla. and You could say whatever you want. But I kind of think Rodgers screwed up here because now – I mean, if Love plays well, the fans are really going to change their tune because I think everyone in this Zoom knew they were good enough to win a title, and they still are good enough to win a title. But it was, well, we got to keep Aaron, otherwise we have no shot of winning. If Love comes out and plays well, I don't know if you all recall this, there was a game in 2007 when Aaron Rodgers came in for a struggling and somewhat injured Brett Favre. They were in Dallas. I will bring up the stat line right now. In Dallas... And my computer froze. That's terrific. <laughs> oh, live radio slash podcast. <laughs> anyway, Green Bay at Dallas. Favre gets hurt, comes out. Rodgers comes in. He went 18 of 26, threw for 200 yards and a touchdown, and ran for an extra 30. And that was the point where we all kind of looked at each other and went, oh, I, I get it. This 12 guy's he's he's good. He's good. Like, we kind of get it. Favre went on his way. Rodgers came in. 
it's setting up for history to repeat itself. So I'll stop talking because I've been talking for three straight minutes. So Alec, I know again, I know you got to get out of here somewhat soon. So I got to get your uh, bag of chaos picks too, but I will start with you. What do you think about the Jordan Love aspect of all this? I feel very excited. I can't wait to watch him. I remember watching that Cowboys game live when I was a kid and uh, seeing Rodgers come out and just really ball out after a guy that I was idolizing and Favre really had struggled throughout that whole game. It really just gave me hope for the future. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for some, uh, some more of that same medicine with love here. I think that he's really going to play well and he's got a, uh, a tough opponent, but that defense kind of struggles. Yeah. Well, and Dustin, before you go, I'll throw this out there too. His next two games, because Rodgers, I think, can be cleared next Saturday, but, you know, he probably won't play next week. That's the guess anyway. His next two games are against Kansas City and Seattle, both with god-awful defenses. So love is a great opportunity. And for the front office, this gives them – a great opportunity and excuse to be like, oh, all right. There you go, kid. Or if he plays well, told you guys, why'd you get mad at us? This is why we did it. Yeah, I mean, you take that part of it, but I mean, honestly, yeah, I'm I'm super excited for this. I mean, I think every Packer fan is hard not like getting excited for this. You know, you get a glimpse of what the future can be and what it looks like out of Jordan Love. I mean, obviously, we wish this was a better scenario where, you know, we kind of set up this, but, you know, it's going to happen how it's going to happen. But I'm not going to get too in detail, but I, I'm good hopes. I think Jordan Love's going to play light, light, lights out. I mean, I think he's going to play well. Like, what you said in preseason, Alex, I, I have to agree. I think he, I thought he played really well. The mistakes he made were young quarterback decisions. I mean, he's going to fix them, just like Rodgers. He made the same decisions when he was the young quarterback. So I'm, I'm super excited. Well, and we all know my love of young quarterbacks. In fact, we have one of our first comments on our live stream. Uh, it's actually from my father, and uh, he comments, at least you're not talking about Justin Fields this week. Hashtag blows. So I, I don't have a track record of quarterbacks, clearly, as I love Justin Fields for some inexplicable reason. I don't know if he's going to be lights out. I think he's going to be at the his, – his floor, I think, is going to be solid, which if that's the case – that's a win. We don't need him to come out and be Mahomes or anything crazy like that. But if he has a similar Roger stat line, you know, 18 for 26, 200 and a touchdown, oh, my God, I'll throw a parade. Like, that would be amazing. And then if he runs for a little bit, great. That would be wonderful. But I guess we'll find out. That game is at 325 on Sunday. That is central time. I guess we'll find out. And there's not really a whole lot more to say on this issue other than, I guess, just very quickly, do you guys believe that Aaron Rodgers was a liar and this now hurts the team? Okay, I'll go. Yeah. I <laughs> he had his microphone muted. <laughs> Professional radio. Alec, you can go. <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, I think that uh, I think that it was definitely a lie, and I mean nobody can really debate that. He literally said yes. You know, he said, "Yeah, I've been immunized." Yeah. That means vaccinated, man. So I don't know. I I feel like it's really deceiving. And uh, yeah, Dustin, go ahead. Yeah, I mean straight up lied. I mean just if you're not, just say you're not. You know, maybe, you know, maybe they can figure something out or something else. I don't know. 
but yeah, it's just don't lie about it, you know, just be honest. Well, and this is the last thing I'll say on it because we do have to get going and we have to get to the bag of chaos before Alec has to leave the podcast a little bit early. I think the one thing that this looks bad for him in a number of ways, but also kind of makes him look like a coward. Like, you know, at least LeBron James came out and just talked around it and, you know, personal decision. Okay. And that was in basketball. Kyrie Irving's just straight up. He's, you know, blown up and that's been a whole thing. And he's kind of a different cat anyway, but so is Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is a different cat. Why he lied to me, it makes me feel like he just didn't want to answer any questions about it. So it was just, yeah, yeah, I'm vaccinated. Okay, great. He's vaccinated. We don't have to ask him about it anymore. So I guess I kind of get it, but you're also the face of this franchise. You're the leader of this town. Like, you are a, sta- a pillar in this community for you to come out and lie. And now now two games isn't going to make or break their season, especially if love plays well. That sets them up good for the future. But that, then they'll be 7-3. and three. Okay, well, they're still probably going to win their division. Like, they'll still be fine. They'll still be a top-four seed regardless. But I, I think that's a really bad look and a cowardly one at that. So with that said, we will go to the bag of chaos. I did not have enough time to make new imaging, even though I promised I would. So I am sorry about that. But bag of chaos, Alec, we'll start with you. I know you got to get out of here. So the lines are up. They are courtesy of sportingnews.com. Shake it up, shake it up, shake it up. I should mention Dustin and I lost last week. Dustin had the Bengals and lost because the Jets pulled that one out of their asses. I had Tampa in New Orleans, which was dumb because then on Friday – in my big five, I took New Orleans anyway. Congratulations, Alec. You are on the leaderboard. You are or you're number one on the leaderboard. So applause to you. And now you yeah, get to go. Well, All right. Here we go. All right. Well, I do just want to say, you know, I think that it's uh, the football gods out at Lambeau kind of rained on your parade there, turning down the pack. You could have had the dub, man. Ah. I know, but I felt better not having them because it would have been a jinx. Anyway, I have a helmet in my hand. Alec, you get the Rams. The Rams, if I can find them here, the Rams are at home against the Titans. They are seven-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Are you keeping the Rams or letting them go? I'm going to go with the Rams on this one. I really like yep. what they're doing out in L.A. And uh, Peace out, lockdown. See you next time. Alec, thank you for your service. We will talk to you next week. All right, Dustin. Let me write down Alec's pick. So he's got the Rams. I will let you go next. Shake it up, shake it up. I know you like a good rummage, so we'll get a good rummage in. Good rummage. Uh, The Colts. The Colts are playing in about 10 minutes against the Jets at home. They are 10.5-point favorites. Not going to do much better than that. Give me them. I'll take them. All right, that's easy you enough. Know, I bet against the Jets last time, and they beat me. So, <laughs> so what's that one more? Plus, at least you know you'll get it all over yeah. with. Early. So you know what? Next time, if I get the Jets against the Jets again, I'm not picking them if they lose. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, or maybe Mike White is just going to be your bag of chaos nemesis. Can I just say I thought I was really impressed with Mike White. Honestly, I was very impressed. Zach we can Wilson talk about that in a second since a lot of our segments we're not going to be able to do. But for sure, we can for talk sure. about Mike White in a second. All right, I have a helmet. I picked. Oh God, Denver at Dallas. That's going back. Here, ten point dogs at Dallas. Like a good rummage, and we dig and we dig, and I have a helmet. I am picking the Cardinals. I like that. All right. The Arizona Cardinals 
Are they going to buy this week? No, they are at San Francisco. They are one-point favorites on the road. I'm stuck with them, so I can't trade them anyway. But definite upgrade over, <laughs> over the crappy Broncos. So, well, uh, we also had a comment, a comment from our YouTube. When do we get to see Alex face? That's a great question. I don't know what his situation is. He said didn't have a camera, but we've zoomed with him before and saw his face. So I, it's a great question for him and he's gone. So I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> but anyway, we roll on here. So I guess Dustin, since we can't really do the takeoff with just the two of us, Oh, you know what we haven't done yet? Oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. We haven't done this week's... What just happened? Time to roll back the tape. Here's this week's Game Rewind. All I want to know if you got your popcorn ready. Okay, I just want to apologize to everybody. Because I am the worst host in America. That was one of the best regular season games any of us have ever seen. And the Aaron Rodgers and the Odell Beckham and the Henry Ruggs, all of that news swallowed that up. Plus, it was a week ago from today, so not the normal Sunday where it's fresh in our minds. It's been a full week. That game was insane. So I had to play my last game of softball, which happens to be on Thursdays. It was a doubleheader, so I was hoping we'd just play one. It doesn't matter. Long story short, we ended up playing two games, not just one. So I only saw the last 10 live, 10 football minutes of the game. So Dustin Walker up to the basically the fourth quarter what did i miss what was exciting what was important well i mean pretty much just packers defense playing lights out against that very good cardinals offense i mean they made a bunch of key stops a couple forced turnovers and just i don't know what are you laughing about just comments i didn't realize i could show them on here so we're just I said it was the worst host, and that was my dad. So thank you, Papa. Anyway, I'm sorry. Continue with your game analysis while Anyways. I get distracted by all the flashy, shiny things on the side. <laughs> Continuing on, yeah, just Packers defense playing lights out pretty much, and the Packers offense with literally no one on at the receiving core played fairly well. I thought, you know, for a couple guys who are pro- who probably learned the offense in a couple days and were learning on the fly. I mean, I thought they played. Pretty damn well. I mean, obviously, you had Randall Cobb, over-reliable, catch a couple of big touchdowns. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon play well. We all laughed at that Randall Cobb trade. Like, oh, why are you giving anything up for him? He's When he's been out there, he's been really good. Yeah. He a lot of, he had, I mean, his fantasy numbers aren't great. Like, you wouldn't put him in your flex or anything. But he's been really good and really important to that offense. Now, again, I only saw the last quarter of the game. But that fourth quarter, the defense, I thought, played really – I mean, for the limited – I saw him for two series. But I do want to say Rasul Douglas was on the scrap heap. They found that guy off the street. I mean, Arizona practice squad, but the street. That dude has been awesome for them. And now if Jair ends up coming back, which I guess there's some sort of resolution with Jair Alexander – there's like, yeah, I guess he's coming back, or they're optimistic. Yeah, I know. Chris Hemsworth and Jesus. What? <laughs> hey, if you're getting compared to a Hemsworth, you're not doing too bad for yourself. Why, thank you. Sorry for you podcast listeners. We just got a comment that said, Sorry for all the comments, but is it just me or does Dustin look like a cross between Chris Hemsworth and Jesus? 
And if you're not, if you're a podcast exclusive only listener, you're probably not going to get that because you probably haven't seen his face. So anyway, I digress. They picked this guy up off the scrap heap. He's been lights out. If they get Jair back, okay, now you have three solid corners in Stokes, Douglas, and Jair, even, you know, 75 to 80% of him. And obviously, Savage, I thought his, he's, his, Jesus Christ, what just happened? I think I just got tased mid sentence. I just, oh my God. Anywho, their safeties have been playing well as well. Um, defensive line, I would like to see more pass rush. It does feel at times like the opposing quarterbacks have all day to throw. But I did see a stat that Rashawn Gary is like top five in pressures this year, which is really, I mean, that's exciting to see. Yeah. Another guy, another guy too, sorry to jump in, but uh, Campbell, I mean, he is, he's oh. playing lights out. He is, I mean, like at first I was really hesitant about him because like, I thought he was kind of getting burned a couple times and kind of run himself out of the play. But now, I mean, he is, he's right there every play. I mean, that one, he had a sack on Kyler Murray that was hell of impressive. Because yeah. Kyler Murray was stepping up in the middle of the pocket, like no one within 20 yards. He made a shoelace tackle and got a sack on him, I think on a crucial third down. I mean, it was a, it was a nice play, and I, I was impressed. I'm like, holy crap, this guy is a big-time player for us. Again, a guy they found off the street. It's nuts. Mm-hmm. And actually, funny you bring him his name up. He won Defensive Player of the Month for October. So, mm-hmm. top of the morning to him. That's not what I wanted to say. but 100% uh, deserved. 100%. Oh, if they didn't have him, I would feel less optimistic about this defense. Although, which is crazy. We talk about this defense like they are garbage, and it's we're like surprised when they have a good game. They've been really good. They're a top 10 defense. And, mm-hmm. I mean, comfortably top 10. They're not top five or anything, but, like, they're a good defense. Normally it's like, okay, they're 15, 25, and, you know, it is what it is, and we're just kind of whatever. Roger, Rogers will, you know, bail us out. and Just that same philosophy that's been happening for, you know, for years now, for the last decade. And now it's like, oh. Like, they have a defense. Zadarius is back in town. I don't know if you saw that news either. I That, I think, is optim, optimistic. Oh, my God. What is happening to me? I'm talking way too much. Jesus. I had a bad show last week. I started out okay this week. Jesus. Okay, let's yeah. try this again. I'll, t- I'll take it for a little bit. Anyways, yeah, I mean, I said, I said in the last couple podcasts that you know, I was I was on the edge about this Packers defense. I wasn't sure how good they really were. But I, I think, especially this last week, they really kind of proved me like they were better than I thought. So hats off to them. I was wrong. But, you know, I'm happy I'm wrong about that. And also, another thing we forgot to cover, sorry to rain on your parade a little more, but we forgot to cover Jalen Smith being released by the Packers. Oh, I mean, well, oddly enough – your the look on your face just now is why I didn't really I I to, first of all I totally forgot about it like it yeah. it was so insignificant that I just okay yeah <laughs> they, they took a shot which good for them they never take shots so the fact that they actually did something cool that was awesome to see and then it's like eh, okay well in fact there was a clip going around like uh, Rob Demosky of ESPN I don't know if you saw his tweet. He's like, this is an example of why he got cut. And it was in the Bears game. It's like his, I don't know, first dozen snaps or whatever. Little swing pass out to Khalil Herbert, the running back. So he's coming one way, and Smith just overran him. And Herbert literally just took one step to the right, and Smith looked like 
he got launched out of a cannon. Like, it wasn't even close. His, his ankles broke, literally, and it just was like, oh, this is – what the hell happened? He was a pro bowler. He's a young kid. Like, what went on? So, I guess that's pretty much my opinion on it. <laughs> it's something in my eye now, and I'm falling apart. Um, good for them for taking a shot. I really have no opinion of it. I mean, they gave it a shot. It didn't work. Let's move on. Yeah, and, like, I mean, obviously, like I said, it's in our group chat, but I know he had a pretty nasty injury in college, nasty knee injury, and I'm sure, you know, as Todd Gurley saw with him, kind of his injuries and everything started to struggle. <laughs> Anyways, started to probably catch up with him. Um, I mean, especially for how significant it was, I'm sure he was starting to get arthritis and getting pain. And obviously, you can, like, when you kind of start slowing down, I mean, obviously, you want to play football, understand, like, when you have a really significant injury, like you start getting like those old pains from it, it just kind of like slows down your instinct. Kind of like everything has to change. You have to rework everything. So maybe he'll make a comeback, make some changes in his game. But as a linebacker, I mean, I don't, I don't see it. I mean, it's just the way it is. Like you said, they took a shot, and hopefully he can make a comeback and come back. And not to bring it back to the Odell thing, but the one reason that thinks makes me think that that is a possibility is because this team is taking shots that they normally don't. Uh, and uh, on the deadline day, on Tuesday, Rodgers came out and said he had good conversations with the front office about potential deals and all that fun stuff. And it was like, oh, that's weird. They're talking. So, I mean, at this point, if a guy like Odell is out there, or even Deshaun Jackson, who also got released, like, hey, bring him in. I feel like this this year's team slash organization – however you want to call it. This year, the front office is willing to take those swings. And kudos to them. We haven't seen a front office do this in a very long time, at least not that I can remember. Bringing in like, oh, hey, that guy's available. Eh, bring him in. Let's try it. And if it doesn't work, okay. See you later. Thanks for trying. Whatever. Didn't work. And there's a lot of things with this team that I like what they're doing. And that's why... I mean, we're not doing a takeoff, and I guess it's kind of spoiled because I think you had the same opinion that I did. I think Love is in a great position, and I also heard this today, and I don't think this is fair at all. I heard a lot of comparisons to Brett Hundley. I don't think that's fair. Hundley, we have a running game now. Like Aaron Jones is a bona fide stud. And it, yeah. Whatever you think of A.J. Dillon, he's very good. Mm-hmm. He is a very good backup, one of the best. So he's already in a better position to succeed than Hundley was. Hundley, I'm sorry, he had Mike McCarthy. I think McCarthy ruined him. He had no. He had Adams, and I believe the end of the first era of Cobb. No real tight end threat, and just they didn't run the ball. It was okay. Here you go, kid. Go figure it out. And it was just like, well, the kid's got no shot. Even when he left, I mean. Was he even a decent backup? Not yeah. really. No. So. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in quick. Sorry, you kind of recapped a lot. But anyways, I'm going to go back to the front office, what you're saying about that. And I, I agree. Like, I think it's really nice to see them taking chances, just like bringing guys in. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. I mean, as, as much as this pains me too, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to probably compare them to the Patriots front office. As much as that pains me, but like you see the Patriots so often bringing in guys, giving them a chance, and just seeing how it goes. And then if it doesn't work, ship them on the way. I mean, you see it so many times with that organization where they bring in guys that people pass up on because they don't think they're any good. They bring them in, they make huge plays for them. 
guys who just kind of flow under the radar. I mean, obviously, you see the like the Patriots' success. You know, you can talk about Brady, whatever. Regardless, but the Patriots are still a good organization now without Brady. That's kind of my point. You can kind of see that correlation, just taking chances on people, bringing guys in. You know, it, it can only help you rather than hurt you because you can just ship them on their way, especially if they're not a big salary cap yet. I mean, it's the way it is. Yeah, and at this point in the season, you're not signing anybody that's going to break the bank. I mean, they're all veteran minimum guys. Douglas, he's not going to break the bank. Bring him in. See if he's got anything. They brought in Quentin Dunbar for like two days. Obviously, he didn't have it because he didn't stick around. Like, they don't have – you know, it, just little pieces. The foundation of the house of the team, it's built. That's your core. At this point, it, you want to add some little furnishings and little stuff? Cool. It's only going to make you better. Or if not, then as you said, see you later. That works. Thanks for your service. But I guess before we wrap up today's show, is there anything else you want to hit on from around the league? Again, we didn't really show prep today. We're just kind of winging it. And then Alec left. So just kind of winging it. I don't know. Is there anything you want to talk I mean – I've been terrible the back half of this one, so, yeah, it's fine. Well, well we kind of went over the game, but, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give my I'll give my takeoff that I was going to have today. Obviously, we kind of all correlated to Jordan Love. I think he's going to have 300 yards passing and two touchdowns. Ooh, I like With that. one interception, because I think he's going to have an interception. I really do. But <sighs> I think he's going to have a good game. I think they're going to win. I, weirdly, okay, so not to spoil tomorrow's Big Five or whatever, Um I kind of like the Packers. I believe, and uh, let me check the lines now, but I'm pretty sure it swung like six points. Uh, let's see. So, yeah, Green Bay was, a, I believe, a one-point favorite on Monday and after the Rodgers news broke. There are no seven-and-a-half-point dogs in Kansas City. Yes, it's on the road. I get it. Yes, it's with a first – well, not rookie, but basically rookie quarterback. I, I get all of that. But what is Kansas City – they almost lost to Daniel Jones with not a full arsenal. And that defense is way shittier than ours. So I guess never say never. And who knows? Maybe this is the week that the Chiefs get it right. But yeah, seven and a half points on the road with a, I think, decent backup quarterback. I like it. And actually, you know, I mean, looking at a lot of these Lions here, there really aren't a lot of decent games this week. I mean, Browns, Bengals, sure. I, Vikings Ravens against is only interesting because we're rooting against the Vikings. Broncos Dallas, no thanks. The Thursday night game sucks. Even the Sunday night game, right, Titans at Rams. Now that Henry's hurt, I guess that we should talk about Derrick Henry before we go. Um, other than him nuking two of my fantasy seasons, um, yeah, I just the Titans. I was in on when everyone was healthy. I know this is a Packer podcast, but what do you think about the Titans now? Now that they're kind of in shambles. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Derrick Henry injury stings. I love that your analysis when I said, what do you think about the Titans was, hmm. I mean, let's be honest. (laughs) Derrick Henry was their entire offense. Like, they based that offense around Derrick Henry. So, like, that really hurts because, like, now you're going to have to rely on Ryan Tannehill to win you games. I'm sorry, like. Ryan Tannehill is the most average quarterback I've seen in my life. Like, so average. Like, he, he reminds me of, you know, just a lot of D1 quarterbacks that just don't make it to the NFL. That, that's what they remind me of. And thanks to Derrick Henry, he made a career off of him. I, yes. I mean, I'm definitely not going to dispute that. They're probably going to win the division. I don't believe in the Colts at all. 
He's got he's got passing weapons. I mean, Ferks or whatever you think for tight end. I mean, whatever. He's a tight. He's a run of the mill tight end. Whatever. But he's got Julio and AJ Brown. AJ Brown looked awesome last week. I mean, they brought in Adrian Peterson. Okay, probably about six years too late. But yeah, I mean, if this was twenty twelve, I'd be super excited. But it's not. No, exactly right. So it's just okay. I mean, I'm sure they'll figure it out. They're still going to run the ball. So I. It really, I don't think they're good. At first, I was thinking, oh, maybe title game against, you know, whoever, Cincinnati, New England, if they end up getting hot here, you know, whatever. Like, I'm just out on them now. I have no reason to watch them. I was hoping for a good fantasy season, but that's over now. I think I'm two and six. I think you did. I play you last week or two weeks. I don't know. Whoever I don't want to think about my fantasy teams anymore, honestly. I'm just so out. I'm so out of it. I'm just struggling this year. You know, I mean, like you think you think you're in good shape. You're like, yeah, I like my team. I have a good week. The next week, they just shit the bed. Oh. It's just awful. Oh, it's a it's a rough season. We should just make a, a new segment right now called Fantasy Corner, where we just sit and bitch and moan about our fantasy teams. Because I'm in <laughs> I'm in three leagues, one of which I was doing okay. I've lost three in a row. The other one I've lost six in a row, and this other league, which I'm with in a guy for or that I work with, it's his league. I'm pretty sure I've lost like three in a row there. So I just mm. – I tried DraftKings last week. I hadn't done that in a while. I just put in some small couple-dollar lineups, nothing crazy. Lost every single one. I just mm. – fantasy football sucks. And it's the only thing I've ever really loved. But I hate it. I truly, truly hate it. Peterson's back, baby. Hashtag Hall of Fame. You know, I don't – again, Hall of Fame, yes, but he he's not going to do anything. <laughs> Is this – oh, yep, comments. First of all – Thank you for commenting. That is one of the perks of doing this on uh, on YouTube and doing a live stream. I do also want to say that I had to block someone from our chat today. I don't. Yeah, know. I saw that. I was like, hmm, interesting. I'm guessing it was a bot. I, I, yeah, that's, I'm not uh, even going to give this person the light of day because I think it's just it's an awful account. Uh, just yeah, it, yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. But please be respectful when you're commenting. We would love to talk to you. Peterson's back, Hall of Fame. Okay, and whatever you think of that. We just talked about that, but he blows. Or it's over for Peterson. But uh, but we like interacting with you guys. So please make sure you watch us on YouTube so we can comment and we can talk. Because we'll talk to you. We definitely got time, especially on a day like today where we were very front-loaded and now we don't have a lot of segments to close us out like we normally do. But it is what it is. So that's that's gonna wrap it up for today. Unless you have anything you want to get to, no. I mean, honestly, it was just like you said. It was just like, I mean, this week was just crazy. I mean, just so much. Like it seemed like right away, and then like you just you kind of we kind of got overwhelmed with all the news. Like it was just a lot's happening. Trade deadline, obviously, all these releases and rumors going around. It's just it's crazy right now. I thought the Packers would make a move or at least be in the conversation. They were in the conversation for Evan Ingram for like I don't know a half hour. And then it was just done. So that was it. It was like Melvin Ingram got traded at like 8 a.m. It's like, oh, cool. It's going to be a fun deadline. And then just nothing. A whole lot of it, too. So, I mean, I'd, yeah. What else, what else can you say? This week was rough. Um, I'm not going to lie. The Henry Ruggs thing really was quite a shock. And then to find out, was that today or yesterday, that, you know, the details of that whole thing, it just – if you're listening at home – via podcast or live stream, whatever, please do not drink and drive. It's just, I used to work with a guy. Sorry, it's and, PCP, find out what it means to me. 
Yeah, I see the comments. The comments are rolling in. I will have to adjust my mind's eye because I do see this now, now that it's like apparent. So I'll have to use that. But in my middle of my PSA, uh, please do not drink and drive. I used to work with a guy. It, it totally flipped his life upside down. He got fired from where I work. And it just, uh, he was, I mean, you would have never have known it. It just, it was awful. But yeah. I haven't seen or heard what that guy's up to in a while, but I know he was having mural problems and stuff too. So it, just be cautious, be careful, make sure when you make a decision, realize that there are consequences for people around you. Uh, I, I wanted to talk more about that, but truthfully, I, I didn't even know what to say about it. And I'm not equipped I, all day. Like I'm driving around in my little seven up Prius and I'm like, okay, how could we intelligently talk about that? There's just, there's no way. I, there's no way. And same with the Aaron Rodgers thing too. It's just like, without turning it into a political thing, not to let you all behind the curtain and my thought process specifically, because I, Dustin, I can't speak for you, but it's just like, how can we do this in a smart and intelligent way that doesn't make it sound like politics? But I think, I think we did a decent job not to pat ourselves in the back, but I know this kind of sounds like a post game show. Now we're just reviewing everything we just talked about for 40 minutes, but I, I don't know. Folks, be careful and be safe out there. That's what I'm going to say because you never know. You might end up being a quarterback for the Packers, and now we're boned. Oh, I guess we should mention very quickly before we get out of here, Blake Bortles, welcome back. Preseason hero. Yes. He's back, baby. Blake Bortles. <laughs> back to do nothing again. Probably gets shipped off in a week. <laughs> yep. Once Rogers is cleared, it's like Blake. Thank you for your time. Thank you for being a backup. We'll see you later. <laughs> thank you, and see you later. <laughs> <laughs> that feels like a fitting place to end the show today. After all the garbage, Blake Bartles, cult hero, back in town. <laughs> you see up, baby. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, we don't talk college football, but Alabama at number two is disrespectful, right? Where's Cincinnati? How do you not put Cincinnati in the top four? Like, it just – it's it's plain out disrespectful. Like, this is like – okay, I'm going to go into a little rant for a second well, here. This is why I hate it. the college playoff football system is the fact that, like, it the whole point of this was to allow smaller teams to get in, but yet all you're going to do is throw Alabama, Georgia, Clemson, and Oregon in there, and obviously Michigan State this year, but, like, the big, like, power five teams, like, all you're going to do is throw them guys in. Like, what, what the hell is the point of doing it then if you're just going to do that? Agreed. And actually, this sounds weird. I kind of miss the BCS. I, you know, at least they would have had Cincinnati like four. Yeah, Cincinnati, Cincinnati would have been like top top four. Yeah. I, you have a playoff just with the old BCS system. It makes sense to me. Uh, good for Michigan State. I mean, I'm, as a Badger fan, I mean, whatever. The Badgers suck this year. So I guess Mi- Michigan State and Rock will be in there. Like Michigan State. No, they're good. Well, they deserve to be in there. But like, you can't put. Alabama, Oregon over them right now just because of strength of schedule. It's like they lost a game. That's like the whole point. They lost a game. Like, you know, like, I don't know, like in D3 football, like, like if we lose a game, like pretty much we're almost done for the conference. Like you have to hope like teams lose and like teams win and stuff like that. Like that's how it works with us. Like if you lose a game, like you potentially don't win conference. You don't go to playoffs. That's how it works. Well, and I mean, I hope this is the year that Alabama doesn't make it. They, so if they lose to Georgia in their champion conference championship game, that would be awesome because there's no way they can be like, oh, yeah, two loss Alabama, you're in. There's no way they could do that. So I guess we'll see. But before we get out of here, I know I've said that like six times already, but before we get out of here, quick shout-out to you, my friend. 
big game coming up. Conference title. Yes, so sir. now I, I've watched you played several times this year. I know your team is overwhelming. So give us a little. I mean, I know you don't want to reveal too much. You want to keep some of this in your back pocket in case any of your opponents are listening. But is there anything you can give us? A little morsel. Let's just say. Give us anything. All right, all right. We we got we got two new plays in this week. We got two new plays, and they are home run plays. One of them is it's it's going to be very nice. Let's let's just say there might be some fakes that are long pass. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Ooh, that might have been too much. Yeah, we're we're pulling all we're pulling all the strings this game. Let's just say not to touch on it too much, but I am freaking excited. I am pumped for this game. It is going to be a good game. If anyone wants to watch on Saturday night, you can tune in online or watch in person. If you're in there, just go to Lakeland University Football, and you'll find this live stream link. It'll be, it's going to be a really good game. What you know? What we will do actually? I think if I I know I know people that know where to find the link. I think what I will do is I will post that on the Lockdown Corner Facebook page for all of you lockdowners to watch. If you didn't know. I guess we should have led with this. If you didn't know, if you're new to listening, Dustin is the starting right tackle for Lakeland University here in Wisconsin. They have a their conference title game this Saturday. I will make sure to post the link to the live stream of the game on our Facebook page so you can follow along and cheer on our fellow co-host. But, uh, yeah, I – who are you? First of all, who are you playing? I have so many questions, and I know we're running very long in this podcast. Who are you playing? Are they good? Obviously, they're in the title game. They got to be somewhat good. Yeah. So we're playing. We're playing Aurora University. They're called, and actually, Don Beebe coaches them. I don't know. That's an interesting fact. Yeah. Don Packer Beebe. legend. Can that yeah, be? Don Hold Beebe. on. We have imaging for random Packers. <laughs> it's time to get wacky. It's time for random Packer of the week. Okay. <laughs> you spent all that time in imaging and I haven't used it anyway. I guess if you're ever interested in what Don Beebe is doing nowadays, he's coaching Aurora football. <laughs> so <laughs> anyways, yeah, they're so they're a top 25 ranked team in the nation right now. And they're obviously the number one in the conference. So if we beat them, we jump in the first place in conference. They're a very good football team. They're, I mean, they just got a, they got a really good squad. I mean, their quarterbacks, so AP preseason all all American player. I mean, they just got a lot of good players, and but I mean, we do too. So I mean, we we stack up really well against them. I mean, I we have a good shot nonetheless. It, I've only I was at three of your games, three, two, three. I was at a handful of games for you in person, and you guys are overwhelming. Like the teams in the field could not compete with you guys. So, I mean, I'll say it. I ain't scared. Lakeland, big this weekend. Book it. Big L's big six. How about that? Take Lakeland. Take the over on the points. Take the point spread. All of it. Lakeland. Book it. Although top, I mean, top five offense in the nation right now, baby. Top five. I believe it. You guys were overwhelming. It's like, oh, we want a touchdown now? Okay, handoff, handoff, long throw, touchdown. It's so you guys make it look so easy. It's just it was insane to watch. So I mean, so okay. Last question. I know we are running super long. But I guess if you don't want to hear this, then we'll see you next week, whatever. But we're going to talk a little college football here to end it. So is this your last game then? I don't know how Division Three works. Do you guys have a playoff? How does this all work now? Or is this So this this is our second last game. So if we win if we win this game and we have one more game, 
but I mean, not, not to sound bad, but it's the worst team in the conference. Our last game, so like, hopefully we can see like seal it off. But if we win these next two games, we go to national playoffs. So it's like a thirty-two team bracket. So we'd probably play <laughs> someone in in Wisconsin. So we'd really we'd be the top thirty-two team in the nation, pretty much. So we'd probably play like Whitewater, Oshkosh. It would probably be one of the two. Whoever kind of whoever comes out of like the region. So it goes by regions in Division Three. So like, okay. there's obviously like the Wisconsin region, California region, Texas region, blah blah blah. blah. So we probably play someone from Wisconsin. Okay. Well, and obviously it's different. D1 and D2 and D3, they all have different systems. So I, I'm curious about how this works. So hopefully you all that are still listening, again, if you don't want to hear any of this, my little tiny interview with starting right tackle for Lakeland, get out of here. We'll see you next week. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. But we'll go a little longer today just because it is a big deal. So – this is still your regular season, but you win this week, you're basically guaranteed a playoff spot, correct? Or are you already in the playoffs? Uh, no, we, we need to win this game. If if we lose this game, we're, we probably have zero. We actually do have zero chance of making playoffs then. So we, wow. we need to win this game. All right, must win on title on the line. I like that. Obviously, like I said, book it. Y'all are going to win for sure. Uh, who? <laughs> I'm guessing one of your buddies is wondering where Alec is. Uh Kevin, he had to bail early. There's really no other way to put it. I don't really know why. Nobody asked. But, uh, yeah, he decided he was uh, had something better to do than lockdown corner this week. Just kidding. Alec, whatever you're doing, have fun, be safe, make good choices, whatever. Anyway, we are here with Lakeland starting right tackle, Dustin Burgundy, everybody. Uh, just wrapping up the podcast but talking a little college ball because Dustin's got a big game this weekend. I mean – Sounds like it's for all the marbles. You control your own destiny. You need this one for sure. And look, man, I've seen you guys play. You're going to win. I don't know what else to say. I don't know what else to say. I think I've asked all my questions. I'm just curious how this all works. So I will check in with you next week. Obviously, we'll be streaming here 730-ish next week. We might go earlier. We might go later. Depends. But it will be Thursday. We will be live streaming. Make sure to follow along on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button so you get – and the little bell. There's a little bell on the little bottom there. If you click that, you'll get alerts when we are going live, so make sure you do that as well. Otherwise, you know what? I'm not greedy. Just hit the subscribe, the subscribe button. That's all you got to hit. That's all you got to do. Just boop, subscribe. Make sure you do that. Also, if you want the podcast version of this, Apple, Spotify, rate, subscribe, review, unsubscribe, and then rate and review again. Boost those numbers up for us. Please – I'm desperate. They're not. But I am. We got to get these numbers. I know, I know, Kevin. It is unbelievable, isn't it? Unbelievable, right, Kevin? <laughs> <laughs> it is unbelievable. You know, we're out here working hard, and Alex's like, oh, I'm out of here. And, yes, I am going to give him a little bit of shit because, you know, he could have helped when we were – well, when I was drowning because I was talking too much, which I'm doing right now. So I'm going to end this because we're almost at an hour. <laughs> so I, I got to stop talking or I'm not going to have a voice tomorrow. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for all your subscribes, the likes, the notes, the comments, the sharing on Facebook, all of it. I appreciate it, as all of us do, not just me. Make sure you can follow us at Twitter. You can see that below on the live stream. At Corner Lockdown is where you find us on Twitter. You can also YouTube. I know I've really been pumping the YouTube page. Sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. These comments keep coming and I keep laughing. I know. This is what's – okay, This for those listening on podcast. We get live comments as we do the show now on live stream, and it's very new for us. So 
we get distracted once in a while by, oh, hey, this person, because we want to talk to you. So if you're watching the live stream, please comment. We like that. It doesn't mean we're not going to stumbly or clumsily is what I meant to say. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Clumsily find our way through this. It'll take a minute. But uh, anyway, I'm going to stop talking now because I've been talking for an hour. So (laughs) thank you for your love and support. Facebook, YouTube, you got it. Twitter, yep, you got it. I'll be back tomorrow with Big L's Big Five. Good luck, Dustin. Go kick some ass this weekend. We're all rooting for you here in Lockdown Nation. And, I mean, let's see what this Jordan Love thing is. I'm excited. I know everyone was kind of down about the Rodgers thing. I'm excited. Let's go, J-Lo. I'm ready. I got my, well, in my head I'll be wearing a jersey because I can't get a T-shirt jersey in time because this all happened so late. But very excited for the Jordan Love experience to start. Good luck, Dustin. Facebook, YouTube, I've said it a thousand times, but I'm just making sure I cover all the bases. And obviously, as always... (laughs) 